Hello and welcome to the Middlesex County Cricket League podcast. My name's Dan Huff from Twickenham. Um, it's week seven. Um, there's been a bit of rain about, as always, um, or as it always seems to be, um, but we've had quite a bit of cricket. So we've got plenty to talk about this weekend. As ever, I'm joined by Sal Ali from North London. How are you, Sal? You good? Yeah, good evening, Dan. Very well, thank you. Yeah, we survived a rain yesterday, so got some cricket played and I watched a bit as well today. So yeah, it's been quite a good weekend. Were you standing yesterday or were you, uh, were you I observing? Was, I was standing yesterday in North London Freeze versus Ealing Freeze, which was a, okay. quite a good win for our Freeze. We got a difficult wicket. This is the Ealing Threes where one of the batsmen was one not out three weeks ago. Yeah, the opening bat was one not out, having carried his bat chasing 18. That was the one, yeah. I'm not sure yeah. if he played yesterday, though, but yeah, they did speak about that game. He's probably had enough. One not out. Yeah. Is it, you know, it's, it's all you need. Strike rate of 100. It's fantastic. Good stuff. Cheers, Sal. Um, also, really pleased to be welcoming, uh, welcoming a podcast debutant from uh, Shepherd's Bush, Will Spear. How are you, Will? You good? Yeah, not too bad, thank you, Dan. Um, yeah, great to be on here. Looking forward to having a chat. Oh, great to have you. I believe you were investing heavily in the UK's um, catering and uh, industries yesterday, right? Is that right? You weren't playing cricket? You were otherwise engaged? I was. You're absolutely right. I was on a stag do in Canterbury um, in a barn um, with a load of blokes. Um, Sounds dangerous. Um, and I feel terrible, but um, I'm, 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 I'm now drinking a beer and um, we're out the other side and looking forward to a chat with, with both of you. Fantastic. Hair of the dog and all that business. Um, yeah, exactly. Good work. Well, we've got to start with you. Before, before I sort of ask you a little bit about your, your, your background with, with Shepherd's Bush and your background in cricket, um, we talked last week about a, a pretty phenomenal blockathon um, that Shepherd's Bush, uh, but the number 10 and the number 11, so Ramon Bailey and Steve Barnard put together. Now, I know Steve a bit because he's obviously from the same, same hood as me. I used to play cricket with his dad, which is all, makes me feel horrifically old, but don't have him down as Chris Tavray. That's not the no. Steve Barnard I remember. So I appreciate you weren't there, but um, uh, what's the view from the bush on, on that quite phenomenal last wicket partnership? Well, um, shock, amazement, bewilderment. Um, <laughs> if, yeah, it, it, I would say, so Steve, um, unfortunately for him, got injured during the game. I think in, in the first couple of overs, his hamstring, unfortunately, which is an old injury. Um, but he got injured, so he's... Um, so he, he potentially wasn't going to bat, but obviously did to try to try and save the game. And him and Ramon, I think it was 100, I don't know, 100 balls or something like that. Um, and Oh, at uh, least. I, I think it was 120 odd, I think. Was it was 120. So I, I know that certainly from, from Steve's point of view, that would have been a mental challenge. Not, <laughs> not, you know, the, fact, the fact that he couldn't run is, is obviously helping him to, to kind of get in the zone. But yeah, he's, he's usually a bit, a bit free and easy with the, with the bat and, and, and Likes to play some big shots, so um, no good effort, a really good effort because that's you know just just patting it back is is, is painful um, mentally, but they got through it and um, and a good um, a good draw in the end. One of the things that occurred to me is that you know you'd think they'd get like an edge to third man or something, wouldn't you, or or, or just inadvertently nudge one down to fine leg for Fox. I can't believe that there was a fine leg down there, but I guess it just mustn't. Oh, what, no, what was Ramon Bailey's single? I mean, I get, I, I understand you may not I know, know yeah. that, but. Um... Yeah, I don't know, but um, we, we always said if um, yeah, the, the best way to get Ramon out is to run him out, um, and so um, so because well, he wasn't running, happen. that's yeah. you know that's taken out taken out a big big portion of his um, of his dismissal. So um, yeah, I guess they just weren't running for anything. So the trickle down to fine leg if it, if it made it over the boundary, then fine. But if it didn't, they weren't going anywhere because they couldn't run. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. And I mean, going sort of thinking a bit more broadly, the, the, the Bush, you're, you're in a reasonable place this year, right? You, you, you're not top of the league, but you're not a million miles away from it. It seems to be well set. Most of the sides through the club are doing OK. Is, is that the way you see it? Yeah, we're doing, we're doing really well. We're doing really, really well. Really pleased um, with how things are going. Um, we said, you know, I said as, as chairman a few years ago, about, I don't know, about six years ago, one of our objectives was to become an established Premier League club. Um, and it was then to bring more juniors into adult cricket and then to infiltrate the local the local community. But, um, you know, we've, we've achieved that. We are, we are an established club now. And now the, now the, the, the goal is to win the Prem. Um, and I actually think with the strength and depth we've now got across the club, I think, you know, we, we, we could be challenging. Um, whether it's this year or, or in seasons to come, we've got a lot more depth. We're, we're getting five sides out on a, on a Saturday um, and it just seems, you know, I think I assume it's the same with, with all clubs. Um, availability has been really, really good because mm. no one's going anywhere. Mm. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's a lot of competition for places, um, a huge amount of competition. 
So it's just, um, no, it's really, really great. And I, and I think we've got a really, really solid um, solid playing membership and some really, you know, really good close close mates and stuff. So I think, um, no, it's really good. Really chuffed with it. That's great because I remember probably 10 years ago when Alan Richardson was playing for you guys and you were you were in Division 1 then, strong in Division 1, but you were sort of going up and down, to be honest, a bit like we were at Twickenham. And... Um, and I think you moved on from that, as you say. And what, what, what was the catalyst for that? I mean, I guess Jack, Jack Bryden's probably had a big role in this, as he? he seems to be quite an influential skipper. Well, he was an influential skipper when he was captain him. No, I wouldn't go that far. Um, <laughs> fair I, enough, uh, fair enough. No, no, Jack, Jack's brilliant. Jack's fantastic. Really, really close mate and, and, and a great cricketer. But I think, because uh, I used to live with Richo um, when, um, when, he played, when he played at the Bush. I to, and I, I, I know Richo from the Birmingham League, and we might get into that. But, um, yeah, he came and I think, yeah, you're right. I think we had... We had, we had good, strong first eleven, but I think, you know, when 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 we were, you know, players were away, etc., we, we we did get a bit weaker. We didn't have a great squad, as it were. You kind of need you need a good solid eighteen, don't you? I think to yeah. to, to, to be to be competing, and we probably didn't have that strength in depth. Um, so you're right, we were yeah, yeah, a little bit, and so you know, we wanted to become that established Premier League club. I think I think we 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 beat North Middlesex on a rainy last day in few years back to stay in the Prem on the last day of the season. Um, I remember Will van der Spar saying, you're going to get relegated. And I was very, very pleased. With it. I think that might be the day and, that um, we lost on Duckworth Lewis. Oh, no, we, we, yeah, we had a rain of affected game that didn't end up having a result. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was the yeah. day, yeah, exactly. And it was, it was, it could have gone either way, yeah. obviously. We, were, we, we got back on, we, we stayed on and stuff. And so we, some, uh, so we just stayed up again. And I think that probably was a springboard to us becoming that established club. So it's those fine margins, to be honest. But um, now I think, as I say, we've got a real strength in depth across. Obviously, we've got strength in depth at the top. It filters down to all the sides. So, um, and we used to be, you know, quite low in, in certain areas. So, for example, we're a bit weak in, in the seam department, but we seem to have, have really grown. I mean, most of them have done their hamstring, me included. But um, but uh, yeah, on a, on a norm, when everyone's fit, we've got we've got a real strength in depth across across the teams. And and you, and you know, to Jack Ryan, I give a little nod. He um, he played actually the twos in the twos this week, um, which he was delighted about. Um, but um, no, he, he he's a, he's a great mate, and he's yeah he's he's been around the club for a long long time, and he's um, he's a big part of our success. Yeah, I mean, and and he he seems to have been one of those sort of charismatic characters who's brought people along, doesn't he? As well, and I mean, particularly from Shropshire. Obviously, there's a number of guys that have followed him down, but as a unit, Jack seems to be seems to be quite an inspirational character. Again, I wouldn't want you to say yeah, that I mean, yourself. Think, I'll say it in case you you know to, to yeah. make sure you don't have to. Well, he's, yeah, he's, as you said, he's definitely a unit. <laughs> um, but um, but um, yeah, no, so I I um, I. Got Jack in from because I was up, up at Shrewsbury, you know, Shrewsbury School, and got got Jack in and um, through football, and then yeah, the kind of then we had that it just started to flow and flow and flow. Um, so yeah, it was, it's great. You know, us, obviously the Teddington Teddington lads have got got a yeah. few in that area, but it's a, it's a nice it's a nice it's a nice source for us to tap into. Really, really great. Um, I know Tim Tim Howard, the groundsman, is a bit he doesn't he, he doesn't he doesn't you know he wants more comprehensive school. Um, people at the club, which is uh, absolutely right as well. He's uh, another another public school boy, but um, and he's great. He's right there. The the cultures you know, the club is very um, is very open and across the board. But he, um, yeah, no, it's been it's been a great it's been a great um, source for us of players um, and, and and good lads basically. So last question before we go into the week's cricket then. So, so what's your background with the bush? How long have you been there? Now? It feels like it's quite a while. But what 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 are the actual numbers on that one? Yeah, so I joined the Bush. I, I so I used to play up in the Birmingham Who were you League with um, for I was at Sutton Coalfield. Um, so played at Shrewsbury a few times. Um, yeah, I was at Coalfield. Um, girlfriend moved down. I kind of resisted and and, and kept commuting back. Um, and I, I moved down and then was commuting back up and played. But then I moved to and moved to Shepherd's Bush Cricket Club in two thousand and six. So what's that? Fifteen years? Sixteen years? Fifteen years? Um, and it's been great. It's been it's it's been a huge huge part of my life um, over those over those fifteen years. I've, I've, I've got so much out of the place and love the sense of community um, that it's given us. And, and, and now my my eldest four year old daughter is 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 coaching and and, and 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 playing down there and and just just being around the club is brilliant. I think um, it's been fantastic. You know, I, I joined as a player, then I've been child welfare officer, I've been membership secretary, social secretary. 
cricket chairman, I'm exec chairman, and you know, I just love the club and love everything it stands for. I have a question there. Johan Silva from Highgate, we asked him about tees, and one of the things he said was that the Shepherds Bush tees were the ones he always looked forward to. So, were you ever tea lady? <laughs> no, although I love a chicken wing. Um, so, they, um, <laughs> Yeah, no, they actually, we, we, it's, it's funny enough, we... we um, he did name-check the bush, I'm not joking. Well, the good that's very, very kind of him. The, um, the Ealing Twos boys the other day said that the teams were great as well. It's always good to hear that, because one thing I would say in terms of the culture of the bush, and it has, you know, in, in you know, years gone by, it was, a, it was a big big Caribbean influence, which is brilliant. And we've got um, one of those one of those key players who was, back, you know, back in the day, Alf Langley as president of the bush. Yeah. And we really want to keep that... Keep that part of that and that and that and that and that vibe as well. It's brilliant. You know, Menzi's still around. It's fantastic, and we still have a great. He was great... playing last year. Yeah, I played against he's, him in the twos or threes. He's the gift that keeps on giving, Menzi. Yeah. Colonel Menzi. He's he's fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a, it's just a great a, a great club. You know, really just lo- love being down there. And um, you know, we're now focusing on, on on growing our girls section, which is the, which is the biggest ever. We've had the most amount of juniors in adult side last season. We're launching our women's section, which we're really, really focused on pushing. Um, the Colts and junior section is thriving. So it's yeah, all, all good. All good. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. Fantastic. No, it's, it's always good to hear. Um, let's get back to the here and now with last week. Uh, well, yesterday's crickets. We're recording on Sunday night. Sal, where do we need to start? We had one rained off in the top flight, right? Crouch End and Teddington never even made it to the start line. Yeah, that's correct, Dan. Unfortunately, um, I think the, the square was too wet, so... That game oh, okay. was pulled off by, I think, 10 and a half past 10. But we did have games in the other four, four fixtures. And um, we'll start with North Mid-Hampstead, which unfortunately saw an injury to Connor Nurse. So hopefully he uh, makes a full recovery from that. And we send our you know, best wishes to him. I saw that on Twitter. So what happened? It was a shoulder, wasn't it? Yeah, it, quite, it looked quite innocuous if you watched the video. But he sort of falls to the ground trying to save the ball. And um, lands on his shoulder quite awkwardly. And it turns, I think he's dis- dislocated and was operated last night. He's had two, um, two sort of parts of it put together or it's been mm. some part to it. So it basically wasn't in a good way. So he couldn't move for over an hour, which delayed the game. Over an hour? Yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. I think the protocol okay. is if you're in that kind of position where it could be sort of potential spine damage, you, you just you know, leave the person as they are. So, yeah, so they had to wait for the ambulance to turn up, which um, eventually did. In in that time, there wasn't much left to play. So North Mid um, posted them just over 260 overs. Um, Vil van der Spy was captain for the day, hit a good 90. And it's good to see him. Um, Matt Cracknell in the runs. Obviously, Joe gets all the plaudits and all the recognition due to his Middlesex exploits and runs his course for North Mid. But his brothers is a bit of a, you know, understudy. You know, been in the club for quite a long time. Um, you know, you're a true sort of club man. He, and he keeps at the moment. He's a very good keeper. And he scored 50 as well. So it's good for him to, to get some runs. And um, Hampton, obviously, uh, the end was curtailed due to Connor's unfortunate injury. But uh, the, the actual the, the break did suit them in the end. So I think they was left with like six overs to get 30 runs to get the winning draw, which they did in the end. Um, okay. In the bowling, Ben Fraser, you know, I'm sure we all played against him a few times. Real tough cricketer, took five for. Um, so, yeah, so so Hampton walked away with the five points in that game. Um, I'll call him Rufus Richard, isn't it? Because they're not hanging around, are they, in their games? Last week, we were put, put to the score quite easily. This week was Finchley. Um, they've got, again, which uh, an attack which is which is very varied, but Steve Stacey, another sort of old timer, took four for. And then um, in the batting department, Greg King's sort of rejuvenated this season. He's 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 come back as, you know, almost like a new player. I mean, I know he captained the side to the title a few years back, and now he's taken over the opening role and he scores very quickly and got them home quite comfortably um, by by seven wickets. So Richmond are sitting second, just behind Crouch at the moment. And then we also had, we'll come to um, Will side in, in the final game. But obviously, you might give me some more insight down at, into Twickenham. Obviously, there were some overs lost, I gather, um, uh, over shortened game was it at the green yesterday? Yeah, it was. Yeah, we started after lunch. Um, I mean, I, I put a few pictures on Twitter of what the green looked like on Friday. You know, you needed a kayak to get out to the square. But thankfully, we haven't had that much rain. So, and, and Twickenham Green does dry uh, very quickly. The outfield not be, might not be great, but the water does go through it. Um, so we were always pretty confident we get a game in. But we were down to a uh, hundred overs basically. Um, and we, we, we I mean, I, I feel a bit for Bronsbury to be honest. That they're, they're having they're having one of those seasons where just everyone gets injured. Yeah. Uh, and oh, I know their wicketkeeper managed to basically sort of snap his finger in the week, and then they lost yeah. another bowler who did did a hamstring on Friday. And 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 you know, some of our guys were you know looked at the Bronsbury side, weren't totally sure who, who some of the players were because you know they really are you know having one of those summers where it goes wrong. So so I don't think their bowling was as, as good as it might have been. We scored two thirty seven, and we've been struggling to bat. So um, we, we were pretty pleased with that. Um, and we were, um, yeah, we, we declared after 48. And I got there about five o'clock. My game was rained off again. I've now been available six weekends out of seven. And I I've had a single ball bowled on a Saturday yet. It's crazy. Um, so we, um, we then had 50 overs to bowl. And it was, it was five o'clock. 
And I was like, there's no way on earth this is happening. It's just going to be pitch black. And it might even rain before then uh, as well. And it, it, it didn't get anywhere near happening. But we, we were definitely on top. We were 87 for six. Um, certainly there was, the wicket wasn't completely dry all the way through. It wasn't an easy surface to bat on. Um, and we, needed, we probably needed about half an hour, to be honest, to have any chance of, 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 of getting the 12 points. But, you know, if it's too dark and it's raining, you, you ain't going to get it. So winning draw. Um, on the one hand, we're pretty happy with that because it's, um, you know, it's better than, better than a losing draw or a defeat. But on the other hand, 12 points wasn't a million miles away. But sometimes you've got to take the strain and, and take what's on offer, right? I'm sure Scott Newman's obviously happy to get some runs, so he's had a bit of a sticky start, hasn't he, this season? So he's he has had a sticky start. start. He's not scored any runs at all. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday was a good day for him in terms of getting yeah. the runs on, on the board and getting the season going. And obviously, we yeah. come to um, Bush re which was a bit of a nail-biter again. I know, I know in the past we've had some sort of low-scoring low games which have sort of gone to the wire. So I know the Bush obviously are, um, are used to that kind of scenario gets eating. So they got home by two wickets at the end. Uh, James Kidson, I'm sure Will might speak about him in a minute, is a, is a player who gets, is really underrated in my opinion, an excellent bowler. But that's a very useful batsman coming down the order because I know this year some Will play actually gets Crouch in, which I think you should have won in then really. Which I'm sure you guys walked away thinking, how do we lose that? He came in and hit six off the first ball. You know, I mean, Lemons can do that, really. So, um, but obviously, chasing, I think, 137 it was in the end, or 138, and he was actually 100 for eight at one point. Um, Scott Anderson doing the damage with the ball. Um, but then, obviously, Andrew's back, Captain Andrew Wilson, to come and score 49, and Kiddo's hanging around with him at the end, and got you guys over the line. And I know you guys don't like winning sort of comfortably, do you? Because I think that's three or four games this year we've sort of got home in the last over, or lost in the last, or not last over, but taking the game almost to the end. Yeah, we've had some very, very, very tight finishes, um, whether it went in our favour or, or didn't, to be honest. In the first first couple of games, um, the crowd champion, the one that you saw, Sal, um, you know, that, that could have gone either way. The next game could have gone either way. And um, yeah, but that's that's cricket, I guess. I think um, I think you're right. I mean, again, I, I could never say that Kido's a good batsman. I just, I just, you know, it just goes against my soul to say it. But begrudgingly... He's all right. He's all right. Yeah, he's all he's all right. Um, he, well, he's a good cricketer, good cricketer, and um, I think you know, I I, I I I watched the highlights, you know, after about eighteen pints on this stag. So it was it was through kind of rock and roll on your stag, bit, 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 bit blurry yeah. vision. Um, but it was great, you know, 100, 100 for eight. My money probably is on Ealing, to be honest. Um, and you know, and, and they're, they're they're a good side. You know, they've got some good bowlers. You know, Scott's a great bowler. Christian's a good bowler, and they come at you. Um, good competitive, you know, used to winning games. So to, to to see it out, and actually really happy with it. You know, just as I said earlier in the in the in the chat, that just strength and depth in terms of batting. You know, across the club, in terms of batting in the in the, in the, in the first teams, really really kind of helped us there. Obviously, and Kiddo did a great job with, with Andrew. But really delighted for Andrew as well because it, you know it's 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 great for his confidence, and he's um he's a really really gritty. He's got a real um, good ticker. Um, and um, yeah, to, to see it home like that was really satisfying. So um, yeah, always a, always a, a, a local a local derby with Ealing. You know, we've got we've got great relationship with the, with the club, and the old boys always like to see us um, to get one over on Ealing. But it was um, it was nice to do that, and um, yeah, well done to the lads. Well, no, ask you as well about Ramon Bailey, the guy we didn't know too much about last season, but obviously this year he's taking the league sort of I won't say by storm, but he's having a massive impact. Um, he looks a proper bowler. After I saw him on the green, and he looks a proper bowler. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's, he's still quite young. He's at university, from what I gather. I mean, what's, um, what's what can you tell us about him? Uh, he's a, he's, he's a, well, first and foremost, he's a great lad. Really, really good lad. Um, came from old Actonians. Um, yeah. So, um, and it, it, this is his second season. I think he's 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 probably gone from you know um, thinking you know do I a bit nervous I don't like that but now he's like no actually I belong here I belong at this level and he's proving that he's playing at Loughborough. Um, and, and doing well, um, and he's he's just a really good lad. I think you know his, his mum's a big part of old Latonians as well, and, and he's big into cricket. So he, he's kind of in the in the family, um, lovely family, lovely kid. Um, you know that, that having you know having him as a left armer is you know get, you know always has that 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 bit of difference. Um, and he you know comes in and he's, he's he's got really smooth run up and good energy into the crease. So no no he's he's, he's done really well, and I'm really really pleased for him. And looking at the table, Will, the table's got a slightly odd look to it. And Ealing are now sixth. 
I mean, they're not a million miles away from anybody, even even Crouch End. You know, they're, they're only sort of, a, you know, two wins away from Crouch End at the top. But it looks like it's going to be one of the closer races this season, right? Where, where, where's your instincts? Now, I'd leave, leave the bush out of it. What, what, what are you looking at for the rest of the season? And which teams are you keeping an eye on? Well, I think, yeah, I think you're right. First of all, I think you're right, Dan. I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be a great season. Um, you know, already is, already is a great season, but I think it, you know, it can mm. go either way. You know, those, those top half sides could, could, could be anyone, really. Um, when I played Crouch End first game of the season, got there, it was the horrendous weather, wasn't it? And I think a lot of teams didn't get, didn't get, um, didn't get games in, etc. But I was, to be honest, I was really impressed with Crouch End. Um, really impressed. Not not just cricket, cricketing wise. To be honest, they were just they were just a really nice bunch of blokes. Um, Love playing their cricket. So up for it. Very hospitable. Um, being hospitable doesn't make you win leagues, but you know, I think I would like to think that being big, good blokes does. And um, they did really well, and they they, they play a positive brand of cricket. Um, I think, and I think my money at the moment is on on them because um, I think they probably know how to how to how to play at their own ground. It's a, bit, it's a bit of a quirky ground. It's a nice little ground. It's a, it's a bit of a quirky ground. But they'll, they'll know which, you know, where to bowl, where, you know, where the fastest, you know, where the ball runs away, etc. A bit of a slope, um, and they play, they play with a smile on their face, and they, and they've got some serious bat speed on, and some of them <laughs> hitting some big, big bombs into those poor houses in, on, down the bottom. So, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I, my money's on them. I think, you know. You, Although you do look at the established sides like the North Mid, the Richmond, Stanford, Tennington, etc., you know, and Ealing, you, you, they'll be challenging. But um, I'd love to see Crouch End do well. Obviously, I'd love to see the Bush yeah, do yeah. well, but, you know, fair play. No, I know we're there last day of the season, so we'll either beat them or we'll get battered. I, I, there's no way it would be either, <laughs> it'll be either or. Um, but it did occur to me we might, uh, you know, we, we might be um, looking at a very interesting way of ending the season there if things carry on this way. But, um, but we'll say Will's part. I mean, I, I genuinely, I mean, said so this two or three weeks ago and keep saying it. I think the Bush, like you mentioned, what you've got in your favour is your, is your squad. You've got players you can come in. So you've had Ali Easton, I'm sure, you know, he's been, I mean, been at club at least five, six years now. He's a guy who comes in from the twos on a regular basis into the ones and makes an impact with battle ball. And they've got the young middle sets guys that he played just say that Chin, Chin, can't pronounce his name. Chin, he left Chin May, yeah. He he's left fantastic. Yeah, I know. Dharma. So it's very similar to, very similar to, to um, Ramon. He's a bit younger. He's, he's still at school, actually. You know, and you, you look at him in Christ. I faced him last year and he bowls quicker balls than I thought he did. I faced him in the twos. Yeah. He's, um, he, he's, he's, you know, he, he's, um, he's probably slightly his consistency, but that, that will come with experience, right? So I think he's really good. I think, I think, yeah, you, I think Ali Easton's had a great season so far. He's, um, um, as long as he stays off the beers the night before, he's, um, he's, he's, a, he's a dream. Um, you take another slip of yours he, right he, now, he Will. Yeah, you, you, you lead the way. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cheers. Um, with my Aston, my Aston Villa. My Aston oh, Villa good. Um, the, um, yeah, he's good. So he, and look, you can tell with Ali, he's, 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 he's massively into it. He's, he's into it anyway, but he's, he's, you know, he's, he's been training all the time. And, you know, not always the case, but you can tell he's up for it. But yeah, the, the depth is good. We've had, obviously, with Steve Barnard getting injured. We've had Cora being injured, had hamstring. Um, that doesn't help, but, you know, why not? Is that, why not? Is that a theme at your club, Will, that being on the beers from Nightfall? Because I've tried to see Vegas crouching and both times that explosion was nursing massive hangovers. Money was slept, money slept on the pitch and there was slept I, in the car. No comment. No comment. So um, I, I don't think I've ever seen Alex Alex Bofield, um drink. No, that, that I mean I have seen. He's um, yeah, he was he was struggling slightly that day in the car. Um, no, yeah, I mean I, I. It does happen. It does. Of course happen. it does. Of yeah. course it does. Um, you've all got lives. We've all got busy jobs and stuff. And you know, as long as you're not still drinking at nine in the morning, then fine. But no, I would I would never endorse that. Um, so no, yeah, it's. Do what you want, but make sure that once once you're over the game line, it's it's heads on. And before we move on, one more question, Will. Um, one of your players who actually is juicing and runs in some form is Idris. Obviously, he's had a bit of a... Mm-hmm. By, his, by his standards, and I'm sure your guy's standards always not at the start he wanted. So, I mean, he's due to get into some form, isn't he, I imagine? So, when he does, it'll definitely help the batting department, won't it? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, he's, a, again, a, a fantastic talent. Um, so lucky to have him. I remember, you know, when I joined back in... 2006. I remember just throwing balls to him as a as a fight. I think six at the time, and he's just come up through, and it's it's a great success story for the club. Um, and yeah, he's 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 he got to be very got a good he got a good nut on Saturday. Um, 
but he's just he's just a bit not not quite finding that form that form Sal. And we, we I, I spoke to Wills about it today about whether we have whether he has a bit of a session with Hugh to work out what are, what what are his triggers, what he might be doing wrong here and there, but. I'm not too fussed by him. He's he's a great talent, and hopefully, will come good. And sometimes it's just better. Just relax. Just don't think about yeah. it. Go out to the cinema on a Friday night, or do do something else that's not thinking about cricket. Can don't go yeah. Blowfield. Stay away from him and Ali Easton. <laughs> Stay away from Blowfield, Kidson, and Easton. <laughs> You'll be on the straight and narrow. You'll be fine. Good stuff. Cheers. Well. Um, we better move into Division 1, Sal. What's going on there? There was some interesting action in Division 1 on Saturday, right? Did you pick up on anything? You know, Stanmore, obviously, Sabi highlighted me in the years. Our, our... Well, Travis Norris got out. That's, that's the big revelation. Travis Norris did get out, so he is human. Um, actually, I saw him play today, actually. I had an interesting chat with Stephanie Reingold about him and the backstory of him coming over, which was um, quick, quickly come on this, is that he's friends of the family and was looking to come over to England to play some cricket and the choice was even going to Devon or... Come and stay at the Ryan Golds for six months and get fed really well and play for Stan One. I think you chose the right option there. I so, bet yeah. they pushed the right buttons there. Oh, well, you yeah, see, yeah. Stephanie's teed, you know that, don't you, for sure? Uh, I was going to say, if, if, if Stephanie's cooking for him, then, then he's all good. <laughs> well, if she's the, she's the size of him, he's getting fed very well. I mean, in terms of, I'm not saying that he's a very stocky, well bit young man. So, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's actually didn't score too many yesterday, but again, Stan Moore just know how to win, don't they? They've got um, some seasoned players who've been in the Premier Division, played a good level of cricket, you know, sort of minor counties and was 6-2, for instance, and they won, sec- I think, the second last over against uh, Hornsey, coming home by sort of quite a sort of narrow margin, yeah, but obviously enough to, to maintain top position. Abhishek Kulkarni, who's a very good bowler, back within the ranks, he's, I think disqualified as a doctor as well, as they've been playing a lot more this season. He took four wickets and um, got, got them, obviously, uh, over the line. But Harris at Mary's had a, had a tight win uh, against, was it, I think, was it Osterley? Osterley, yeah. yeah. Dangerous side, you know, who can... You can definitely turn up a few upsets when they want to, but I think they, Harris at Mary's won by two wickets in the end, but it was a, it was a very sort of quick chase. They got their total of 130 over in sort of 26 to sort of 27 overs, I think it was in the end. So they're still they're still sort of you know snapping away. And the side we didn't really mention, who I think could potentially be a side to look for in terms of the, the promotion rate, which one Hill. Now we know they've got Jim Gatton, and I'm sure Will's played them against him many many times, and he's in my eyes a, a prem cricketer. You know, he should be playing in the Premier League, but obviously, which one was his club? Um, but the overseas they recruited this year was a guy called Ab, um, Abne Tipnis, who I spoke to earlier on, actually. He's a young guy from uh, Madhya Pradesh in place with under-23 under sides, looking to get into their first-class side. So he's come over to England for a season of cricket. He's been told, obviously, get over here, get some experience in these conditions, and then he's having a great time. He actually played... I wonder why he makes all this rain. Well, he, that did, no, actually, yeah. no, say, he said that where he's from, actually, they do get quite a bit of rain, so that wasn't too much of an issue for him. Um, it's quite cold as well, so it's just although the rain over there is obviously sort of short and sharp, we're over here. It's been a bit longer in terms of how long it lasts yeah. for. But he he's actually enjoying the time format because he's used to playing four day cricket, which is you know something I've never jumped done in my whole life. Playing half day, let alone four days. Um, so he's used to the longer format. And yesterday, Excel took six wickets against Acton, and he's he's enjoying it. He's he's having a great time. Company very welcome in, been looked after really really well. So I, I think with him and Jim Gatton the side. They could definitely push you on. Obviously, you know Luke Stoughton and um, Ashok Alonso are two guys who played at Ealing and again know the league really, really well. I think which one could be a side to definitely look out for when it comes to those sort of final promotion places. Well, that's quite a big win against Acton, isn't it? Can Acton are a perennial promotion chase at that level, and um, to beat them by fifty-four runs is you know that's quite impressive, really. And and, and I, I think Acton are a bit on you know they go under the radar as well. Like they they tend to win tough games of cricket, so so to, it's a statement from Winchmore, I think. And we, we definitely need to keep um, keep an eye on those guys moving forward. Definitely. I mean, they're obviously Acton the real neighbours, aren't they? They we play yeah. like behind each other, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're. Um... Again, a really good, but really good bunch. They, I think their club is run really well, um, and we've got a great relationship with the Acton boys. Um, yeah, we kind of wave to them to their nets, and they kind of wave to us and stuff. And we've had some. They always seem to be really good at twenty twenty. I don't think I've ever beaten them in a T twenty game either. That's just they, they love that. But yeah, no, we um, yeah we've got they're, they're really. I'd love to. I'd love to see those boys. I'd love to see my um, my two favourite clubs to come up would be Stanmore and, and, and Acton. Um, Stanmore because again we have a, a really good relationship from. From some of our seniors, senior um, guys at the club, with the, with the senior guys at you know obviously Mark and, and those guys, um, but um, and always enjoy playing at Stanmore. But yeah, I'd love to see Acton come up as well. But there's only six points between Harris and Mary's in second and Hornsey in fifth. So you know, long way to go in the season. Lots yeah, of right. cricket, but it, it, it's a bit on the top flight. There's there's going to be a lot of 
uh, a lot of movement there. So I think if you can hold your nerve and win tight games, which I, I do think Acton can do, despite the fact they got beat at Winchmore Hill this weekend, then that they're in it. That they're definitely in it. No, you're right. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, I agree. I do agree. It's um, I'm looking at the table now. And, yeah, it is really tight, actually, isn't it? So good. You, you'd love to see it because that's um, makes for exciting games and and, and long may long may yep. it last. So what else happened in the other games? Did you pick up anything else? I saw um, that obviously Wimbledon had a good win. They beat Enfield by considerable marginal runs in the end. Uh, Mo, Mo Rizvi, Rizvi, again, he's been around a few years. He likes to get on with things and did so yesterday. scored 135. Um, I think I think Red, Wellbridge is the um, Enfield overseas this year. He took 6 for 73. And Tony says weighed in with normal compulsory sixes that he likes to hit in every game. Hit two sixes and is in for 31. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Rhett is the overseas. Uh, he's been around a bit. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I don't think Thanks, he Rhett. is, but um, but certainly he's um, he's looking like he's uh, someone keeping an eye, worth keeping an eye on. Definitely. And uh, another guy who's been around is Vimeo Arjan, left arm spinner for Wembley. He's been around, you know, quite a few years now. Really nice guy. Um, five for twenty-one of twelve. So Wembley obviously got a win, which I'm sure they'd be delighted to get. And then the final game was Highgate beating Brentford by one wicket in a bit of an nail biter. Um, I think the Brentford and Highgate were nine down with maybe another fifteen, twenty runs needed, and I think. Uh, the skipper Freddie Browse was involved in getting them home, which was obviously very good because that meant they could watch North London play and was trying to and cheered us home to victory yesterday. Uh, it was nice to see the Highgate boys on the boundary cheering us on. I said it easy, t- easy, Sal. We'll get to North London in easy. I know where this one's going. Easy, <clears throat> but but well, <clears throat> so, I mean Highgate Brentham looked like a real nicker gripper, and poor old Brentham, you know they're they're struggling a bit at the wrong end of the table. It's a big swing when you when, when you lose a game like that and you could win it, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. I mean, as you said, I mean, even if you and obviously they they um, battered first as well. So if they did get that win, they'll be in the twelve points. So it does make a big difference in between the yeah. twelve points and the five points and the one point and the ten points. So yeah, definitely uh, something they'll look back and think, you know, did that one get away from us? I'm also just last thing on this division. I I'm struggling to make any sense of Enfield. You've got Tony Sayers, who, who really does seem to be ticking. He scores at a run of ball. He seems to hit an awful lot of sixes. Um, and, and yet you, you, have, you have Enfield sort of, sort of bowling well sometimes, like batting bombastically. And then other weeks, it all falls apart. They, they lost, you know, they're all out for 91 this week, chasing 2-8. Two to eight. So Enfield, it, it looks to me like it's either good or bad. There's not a great deal in the middle, which, which could make them pretty hard to play against, to be honest. You're not sure which team's going to turn up. Well, I think with them, it's, I mean, Jack Plum is woefully out of form at the moment, which is yeah, looks it, yeah. a sad thing to say because he's a tremendous cricketer and, you know, he's been topping the wrong charts for years for in the league itself. So that's obviously impacting the rest of the side because he's normally a guy that sort of is the glue to the innings. He sticks around and gets, sort of, you know, doesn't get, you know, gets hundreds, gets fifties and makes an impact. So with him obviously being not in, not in form he has been in the past, it's probably coming down to Tony Sayers to actually sort of make an impact to the bat. And he's trying his best, I imagine. But And he is, you're right. He's, he's had a, a strong season so far, for sure. Super. Thanks, Al. We'll now just have a few quick words from our sponsor. Looking for a new cricket equipment partner for yourself or your club can sometimes be tricky. With so many options to choose from, how do you make the right choice? When you want quality, value and service, there really is only one place to start. For more than a decade, Woodstock Cricket have been producing award-winning, high-performance cricket bats from their Shropshire workshop. Matched with their classy soft goods, luggage and accessories, Woodstock Cricket really do tick all the boxes. Get in touch with Woodstock Cricket and find out why many loyal clubs, players and international customers can't be wrong at info at woodstockcricket.co.uk. OK, welcome back. We will move, as we always do, uh, next to Division 2. Now, Sal, I, I kept you on a tight leash before, but we've got new leaders in Division 2. Talk me through it. We have, as I said, we were spurred on by the Highgate boys on the boundary, cheering us <laughs> on every run, we, every wicket we took, they was giving us a big ovation, actually, telling me, telling me. Really? Cheers. That's great. No, they wow. weren't. It was the complete opposite. They wanted the East Coast to win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did think that was intriguing. <laughs> but I actually think that motivated our boys even more. Um, so, Highgate, thanks very much for that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, good, no, good win, good win. You know, it's never easy to like, bowl the sides <laughs> out. Um, reduced overs. Talk the scores, Sal. Talk us through the scores. So we actually just get it up for you. We scored, I think, near enough one seventy. I was a bit concerned we may batted too long, but you know, I'm not mm. the captain, and the captain called it right in the end. Uh, we ended up. Well, with, he's uh, personality now, isn't he? I haven't been on pointless. Oh, Alan, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's still. Back. He mm. said actually, no one said mentioned that to him. So he might we get some sledges in the future regarding that. Um, well, but, we'll yeah. keep mentioning it. 
How did he get on? How, how did he get on in on pointless? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the final. Apparently, he was flummoxed after the final round. Was Maybe. was it American Jazz? Yeah. American Jazz basically nailed him. Yeah, didn't have a clue about it. Yeah. But yeah, so we we got one six two all out mm. and. Uh, Sort of guys just chipped in really. Middle order sort of did their job and got us to a, a good total. And then with the ball, as I said, you know, I've mentioned these guys week in, week out, and I'll mention them again. Will Jones, I'm not sure if Will's played against him. He's an MCC member as well, played for Hertfordshire. Um, took took a Pfeiffer and Freddie took two. Freddie is it. And then we've got young lad who's just come from Wigan. Uh, a guy called Lewis Matthews, really good good lad. Got some energy about him. Good positive cricket. Took three wickets. So we, yeah, we bowled East Coat out for... Uh, in the end, the total was um, 109. 109, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So really, really good win for us. Yeah, so we now sit at the top of the table, which is really good. But obviously, the game's come freaking fast. We've got Harrow next week, which won't be easy. Who also We're in third uh, place. Yep, yeah. um, beating Southgate, I think it was yesterday. So, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're good. Harrow, the big Wickham House. Wickham House, big Wickham House. House. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A big, I mean, you know, Wickham House are a very good side. So yeah. that's definitely um, not going to be an easy game. So hopefully we can continue with this took a good run and the pleasing thing we had some batsmen get some runs you got starts didn't actually take us to a huge total but I definitely back our boys to defend anything like 160 above and you know sticky wickets like yesterday where the rain's probably affected it in some ways and yeah. we've got bowlers who can exploit the conditions so well done but also a big well done to the Titans yesterday on a yeah. on a win against South Hampstead which was probably uh, not something many people have seen when they woke up in the morning but they've, they've, they've you know sort of stuck at it we were following the game back at the clubhouse and you know, in the Titans, there's a kind of side where you just never know what's going to happen. You know, it could easily be even 10 to win with five wickets in the hand and get bowled out with, you know, with five wickets, sorry, with five runs left to, to get to the total. So, yeah. Peter Southampton, who've lost two and two now, which is obviously benefits my club, but, you know, well done to Highgate. Nish Patel, obviously, play you mentioned before, and down in the past, and no really well scored 50 for Southampton. Yeah. But um, it was... You know, uh, Abdul Hamza, I think he was a captain aside a few years back. Really nice chap, actually. We got to know him quite well in the past. Uh, took five for, for his side. And then with the bat, it wasn't easy going for, for the Titans. But as I said, they sort of stuck at it. And um, Vimal Lauji scored 52 not out. And it was, it was instrumental in getting their side home to a very important win because it was getting quite mm-hmm. tight down at the bottom. So yeah. I'm sure they're, they're buoyant after that victory. Yeah, well, they needed it, didn't they? They've been, they've been struggling a bit, the Titans. And also, Southampton are clearly um, on a bit of a wobble. You know, won five out of five, and then they've lost the next two. I see they go to Indian Gym next week as well, which um, I'm sure, I'm sure, will you have this as well? A certain ground where you think, yes, I want, I want to go there. I, I, for whatever reason, I can bat really badly and still score runs. And there's other grounds where in your entire career, you can't ever remember doing anything of no. Indian Gym is the latter for me. I always find it a really hard place to bat. Um, and Southampton like to hit the ball. And Indian Gym's not always the type of surface where you can go in and do that immediately. So maybe next week's going to be going to be another tough one for them, perhaps. Well, what, talking about tees earlier, one thing I'd say about Indian Gym Kana, the tees. I remember, uh, fantastic. Uh, I, 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 I remember me and, me and um, um, Ed Morse, one of the other bowlers, we could bat a bit further down the order. We okay. thought, let's just settle in here and uh, and go again on the tee. It was brilliant. But uh, no, it's, I, I've... Um, I've, I've only ever played once there, actually. Didn't win. Um, so I haven't got fond memories of it from, from a personal point of view. But, um, yeah, you never know. It's, um, it's, 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 uh, they, they, again, another side love, love their cricket and um, enjoy playing there. But um, I think that that'd be, that's a tough place to go, to be honest. Yep. Also, captains have also got one or two more decisions to make as well, just thinking about this. Because you, you can, if you know it's going to be a low-scoring game, and, um, you know, w- w- wickets are still not going to be perfect coming up for next week because we've had so much rain about. Um, then there's half an argument for batting first, isn't there? Um, and and I, I know most people will instinctively want to bat second when there's rain about. But there are 12 points up for grabs here. If one side's going to win, well, you sort of give yourself a chance to get 12 points if you bat first, no? Or am I just being re- ridiculously optimistic? I personally, am a, it's got to be a real minefield not to bat first. Um I'm, I'm a bit. I'm a big fan of, um, of runs on the board and scoreboard pressure, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all we're all amateur players at the end of the day. But, you know, yeah. scoreboard pressure does does will 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 you know do things to your to your, to your mind, etc. So, um, but we'll see. I mean, the, the weather's been so up and down. I feel so sorry for you know our threes have hardly ever played a couple of games, and you know you were affected yesterday, Dan. It's ridiculous, yeah. um, absolutely ridiculous. But you know, there's nothing we can do about it. Such is life. Such is life. If we move on to um, Division Three, Sal, we still have one of our teams with played seven one seven, right? 
That's correct, Dan. Harrowtown are still the side who maintains un, 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 well, 100% record. And also, that, when I say played 7-1-7, they've won both of their time games back in third, so they've got 74 points, haven't they? So definitely got a game plan, haven't they? Obviously, Will's a yeah. big fan of that, and they're obviously copying what he likes to do. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, 24 points clear, and, you know, you don't get better than winning by 142 runs, do you? You know, so it looks like who can stop them? No one by the sounds of it or looks at it at the moment, because they're just flying. Yeah, 24 points clear now. I mean, Ealing Trail Finders were playing Stoke Newington, so that was second v third, and that ended up being um, a pretty one-sided drawn game. Ealing Trail Finders were 202, Stoke Newington 108 for eight, which sounds like a great game of cricket, but, uh, you know, Harrowtown are two games clear now, which at this stage of the season, it's not definitive, but you'd rather have it than not, wouldn't you? So, um, so yeah, they're, they're looking like they're, that they're streaking away with it. Um, at the bottom, there was potentially quite a, an interesting game down there as well. Tower Hamlets were playing playing um, Hanwell in old money, so Ealing Hanwellians. Um, and that second bottom v third bottom. Two sides have really been struggling. I know Tower Hamlets had quite big ambitions for this season, um, simply rained off so that they'll both be very disappointed that they couldn't um, couldn't get a game in. And of course, you know, rained off now, now three points, but it's still sort of frustrating sort of end to, to your week. Or certainly it, it always was for me to just not a, get a game in. So they remain second and third bottom with, with it all um, with it all to do. If we look at Division 4, um, well, we always seem to start with London Tigers because they always seem to be top and it's going to remain like that for a while to come, Sal, right? It looks like it. Again, again a very good win for the guys. 107-1 victory over the nearest challenge he's mentioned uh, in Alexandra Park. Um, runs here for Mohamed Nafid, who scored 90. I mean, quite interesting things, or one to watch at least anyway, seven fours and six sixes, so he was hanging around in terms of getting the runs on the board. And then it was there, Mohammed, who's played, who's played, you know, high level, and he's playing now. Uh, captain's aside as well now, so he scored forty-one. And then when it came with the ball, he had a he had a good day as well. He he chipped away and took, I mean, took the key wickets as um, Sean Gomez, who's APs overseas this year, and he's got very good sort of like track record of playing good level back in South Africa a few years ago, and obviously mm. a very good player. Once he got him at thirty-eight, wasn't really much else in, on offer from. The Ali Pali boys, and it was all over as there's bowled out 411. Yeah. And Sammy Hyder, watch what he batted at 10 again, didn't he? Sammy Hyder took, I'll just look at his figures, took seven overs, one made him one for 18. And did he get any runs with the bat? Let's have a None. Look. No, did he, did he Did he face any balls? Less than 10. Two balls. Fewer than 10. Two okay. balls. Right. So yeah. he's, bat, he's, bat, he's still batting 10, though. So, you know, it, it could be worse. He could have been 11. Yeah, the evidential base to support that is now getting slimmer. You know, it's only so long you can bat at a position with noughts and stay there, surely. Unless you're Sammy Hyder, unless you can talk your way to 10, maybe. I don't know. But they're 19 points clear, so someone's working. I'm sure Will's played against him, haven't you, Sammy Hyder, left arm spinner? No, I don't remember him. Again, I'm, 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 I'm not amazing with names, so apologies. Mercurial left arm spinner, Will. He's been who, who used... for a few years. Well, if he's a left arm spinner, if, and I did play against him, he would have got me out. So, um, <laughs> so, so well done. <laughs> yeah. he's, a top, he's had a number of clubs and he's, he's about 150 years old so, and he's still he's just popped up this year so we're, we're, we're keeping track of him because he has been around a long time he's, yeah. he's a good guy he's and, a good guy uh, yeah, something's going well there um, Paddy Vale went second I saw Sal um, so that was um, that was after a convincing victory against Friends United 156 v 79 um, and also had a quick word with Alex Thamby who we talked to last week about old Isle Worthings that, those guys never make things easy as well um, they, they basically played against uh, Lanka Lions um, and Lanka Lions have been struggling. Um, and I think when they got to the last pair, Lanka Lions needed, I think they needed about 50 to win. Um, 40 runs later, they're still there. Um, Alex Thambi's t- tearing his hair out, the old eyes captain. But eventually they got the last wicket, so they won by eight runs. But Alex said it was um, one of those afternoons where you think the last wicket's going to come. It's going to come. Of course it's going to come. It'll come, patient. Then so all of a sudden it's eight runs. And of course the pressure gets to the batsman then as well. And I, I think there was a bit of a, a, bit of a swipe, uh, a bit of a dismissal and, and old eyes got, got home. So uh, well done to them. Now, Division 5 had the biggest score of the day. Guys, 324 for five, uh, biggest uh, score in the whole league, actually, K+, plus, um, which strikes me as a decent effort um, on, on what may well have been an uncovered wicket. 324 for five, um, and they declared after 45. United Sports, but at 55 back, piece of cake, draw. Uh, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't get it, but they certainly, you know, it says to me that wicket can't have been too bad because uh, there was something like a dozen wickets fell all day. So um, that's a pretty decent advert for Division 5, I'd have thought, if, if you can bat. If you can bat that long, they um, so, finished on one seven nine for three or fifty five over. That's proper digging in. That is, I mean, Ramon and Steve when they when they moved down, yeah. they should go and play for these two guys that side because 
So, uh, so it was only for three, was it? Oh, I hadn't got. So it's only eight wickets fell all day. So yeah, three down. Yeah, three down. That's that's impressive. So, um, and I do think sometimes, you know, some of the sides I've played with, you know, we could never ever have batted fifty-five overs just to make up at the team. So, uh, so fair play to United Sports for for getting home to the losing draw there. Um, Northwick Park have gone second after beating um, Swami Bapa. Now, I, I we talked about Swami Bapa last week actually, and um, I, I had a quick chat with their skipper um, Shiku Karai, and it, it's quite interesting. I mean, they they're struggling. They got four points, but they keep bowling sides out. Um, and, and, and I, you know, they're getting this week, they were chasing 119. They've had a couple of chases that have been below 100, but they're just not scoring any runs. And, and Shikyu was very clear that our bowlers doing well. You can't ask more of the bowlers, but the batsmen have just got to get some runs on the board. So until they do, they, 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 it sounds like they're going to keep losing, losing close games. And this week it was 119 v 98. Uh, and, and they remain, you know, they remain on, on uh, at the bottom of the table with, with, with four points. But he was pretty hopeful. He said, you know, if you're getting people out, you got half a chance, haven't you? So you just got to hope that two of these, two or three of these batters, come to the party. Um, and perhaps next week they're playing seventh place Priory Park next week. So if you're going to get your season back up and running, that sounds like the type of game, um, the type of type of game to do it. Last but not least, Division Six, Al. Anything that caught your eye at all there? Well, I'm sure you've been following your your adopted side's results and will I ever lost, mate? Yeah, it started well, didn't it? It's all going a bit peak tong. Well, they're still, they're still in second place, joint second mm. at the moment, but. The defeat obviously is not is not what they wanted, so that obviously affects their promotion charts. But obviously, as we mentioned, long way to go. Is it almost a third way through the season? So we've got another twelve weeks of cricket, hopefully, weather prevailing. So it's you know that table could easily change, and your prediction could turn out to be correct in twelve weeks' time, Dan. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep my powder dry on that one. Do remember, it was based on um, nothing. So uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see that one. But they are doing quite well. They're second. Um, I noticed that, that Youth Wing just had seven Patels out this week. They had ten out last week, Will, in case you, you, you weren't aware. Ten people called Patel. I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't aware, Dan. No. Thank you. Um, that is impressive. Yeah. yeah, obviously a bit of rotation and, and a few non-Patels in this week. Um, but I, I'll endeavour to get in touch with Youth Wing, find out what's going on there. Um, because it seems like, uh, yeah, they're quite heavily stacked there in terms of Patels. So, the thing is, um, are you going to get in touch with Dan? I'll get in touch with Mr. Patel, yeah. OK, Mr. Patel, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take you from there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so they um yeah they won. Harrow Millennium won only two games in that division, a lot of rain about. Um so they made up ground on the pace setters who um who remained Victoria Park, who was that was your tip, Sal, wasn't it for Division Six? It was indeed, yeah. Actually no, mm. I think they were Regents Park won the parks. I went for one of the parks. Oh, I've written all these down, so when the time okay. comes we can have a day of reckoning we'll about how, how much yeah, yeah, yeah. how lucky we are. Cool. Any other bits, Sal, that caught your eye? No, I mean we've obviously got the stuff in the other sort of games and we've got some low scores uh in yep. two versus Chiswick, two fifty-seven all out, and then low score of the day. Yep. Yeah, and the opposite end of that, we had Eden Trofinders. Their falls was it, Dan scoring three first against, against Ali Pali for six in in their in their game, and yep. that's pretty pretty impressive in terms of maybe a uh, declaration issue there. So maybe three hundred and thirty for six off forty-eight, and they left the opposition forty-three. Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe you could have gone a bit earlier. I mean, I don't know. There may have been weather involved. To be fair, but if that is what happened, I'm thinking, yeah, oh, it seems like you batted a while. Unless there was some kind of massive hit in the last 10 overs or something like that, I don't know. Yeah, good point there in terms of that. And then we had a tie. Um, Max Jones yep. falls versus Brentford falls. 105 played 105 in Division 5B. So the cricket was exciting all the way down. All the levels of yep. um, cricket we've seen in the league. We have some great finishes taking place. Not only in the Premier Division where we've got people who can block it out and uh, make it uh, you know, something a talking point. Yep, Sorry, only the one tie this week. We've had a couple of ties already this year. 105 v 105, that's right. Um, we've just got two sides left now who've uh, won every single game. So we mentioned Harrow Town before. Um, the only other side in the entire Middlesex County League are Crouch N3s. And they beat the, uh, the, the apparently immovable force that is Twickenham Fours, who were not at all immovable at the weekend. That day. They were very strong. Our, our fourth team captain was very impressed with Crouch N, so they're very well drilled. Um, and that, that, let's just say that finished quite early. Um, so, so they're, yeah, they're, they're played 7 1 7 every, every, um, every respect to them. In terms of cup news, Sal, has there been much going on? So we've had the Middlesex game, sorry, Middlesex Cup today, the senior version, which uh, saw your guys take on Ealing, and I think Ealing yep. won by four wickets in the end. From what I saw. They did, yeah. We took a few with us in the end, but I think they were always in control, to be honest. Yeah, I'm looking at both sides, and you, obviously you, both sides are missing a few, but 
you know, I mean, you've got Ollie Walken in the side and Christian Martin and, you know, like sort of Ben Ladd Gibbon also in the scene. Yeah, Chris Glasper comes in to open the bowling. Well, there you know. go. You know, uh, <laughs> it's not going to be easy. And yeah, but you, you, you push them towards the end. So, you know, Trev, you know, well done on that part. And then um, I was over at um, Northmead today. I was watching some of the T20 stuff that took place. So we had the first game was uh, Northmead six playing Bronsby and Northmead won by 10 runs in the end. And then the oh, second right. game was, was a real good game. The second quarter final or the fourth quarter final effectively was a, Crouch and playing Stanmore, and at one point Stanmore looked down and out, needing 50 of the last six overs. Upstepped Abhishek Kulkarni, smashing six all over the place, hitting the Apps Karana, and others all over the ordinary, as I said, over their heads for six. And they got home in the last over and they played North. Wow. Yeah, so well done, Stanmore, and that part. So I'm also 14 for four at one point, so to cover to recover in, in them situations, not easy. And also, all the games were, um, they changed their. From being 20 over to 16 overs per side, so again, he doesn't leave okay. much to play with when you're coming into bat. But yeah, a great knock from him. And but unfortunately, they came short against North Midlands in the final. Who had uh, two young men called Holman and Cracknell playing for them. Uh, they got a future in the game, them too. Yeah, I think they're not bad. Those two mm-hmm. got them off to a bit of a flyer, and it was never going to get the runs. It was just too much of a task. Also, the light was going, so definitely winning the toss helped North Midlands in terms of getting the upper hand. And and so they'll now be playing Ealing to see who goes on to the next part of this national competition. In the final. Do you know when that is? Sounds good, but I guess it's probably the next couple of weeks, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Ealing are still in the League Cup, they're in the National, so they've got a few features they need to arrange. So, I'm not sure exactly when that's been pencilled in for. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that one. Um, and last year, you had a bit of sad news this week, right? We've heard that someone, someone's moved on to the Great Pavilion in the Sky, right? Yeah, so um, we didn't get a chance to mention last week on the podcast, but, you know, Ian Phillips, uh, an umpire who's umpired 113 games in the League as an umpire, did, you know, over, over 40 games as a Premier Division umpire, was a member of Winchmore Hill. Um, much loved servant of the club and well known within the league for his umpiring duties and obviously being a member of Witchmore Hill, as you said, sadly passed away. Um, I think it was maybe a few, maybe a couple of weeks ago or last week. So we send our condolences to the family Absolutely. and to the yeah. club. And you know, um, it's a, it's a sad loss whenever some of them cricket in the community sort of ends ends their sort of time and leaves us. So yeah, so yep. we send our wishes to the club and condolences to to family and friends. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, good stuff, folks. Um, plenty of cricket um, last week. Let's hope there's even more this week. I mean, fingers crossed the weather's a bit better. I've not looked. I'm giving up looking. I'm just going to deal with whatever Saturday brings. But um, And you'll be quite good at uh, predictions, though, otherwise. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. going on, I'm, I've given up BBC website. I'm looking to you all the time now. Well, in May, I said May was going to be blistering. I don't know why I picked this up. May was going to be one of the warmest Mays on record. Well, <laughs> you know, I won't be picking the lottery numbers based on that logic. Um, it didn't really work at all. But we will see. Week 8 will no doubt bring us some plenty of cricket to talk about. Will, thanks ever so much for coming on. Any last words you want to leave us with? No, just uh, thanks very much um, for the great work you do on the podcast. It's great and really fantastic. And um, yeah, as you said, it's, um, you know, we're, we're really um, looking forward to the rest of the season and um, look forward to welcoming. Who are we welcoming next week? We're welcoming. You got Braun, haven't you? No, we're going to Bronsbury, so yeah, yep. look forward to that. Will you go to that, Will, and sort of be a cheerleader? Oh, no, I'm, um, I, I would, um, I'm, in, I'm away with the family next weekend. Family duty. Um, but week, weekend after, I'm back. Hamstring permitting. Good. So I can't remember if Bronsbury have got a live feed. They're, 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 they don't oh, go yeah, down no, well you're right. Yeah, I mean, uh, this day too, I was literally glued to my to my phone. So if, if they do, I'll be all over it, Sal. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> good stuff great uh, thanks again for coming on board Will we really appreciate it Sal as ever um, thanks for all the insight and yeah. um, we'll reconvene next week cheers, cheers guys cheers Will cheerio bye